This is An Open Invitation, a podcast where Liana and Shiva discuss the possibilities and permutations of life today. Theatre helped me build on my confidence over time. Um, in, and it challenges you because, you know, when you're a shy person, being able to play different roles and having to think about how that person would think, I think it just helped me put myself in different people's shoes. For the first season, we talked to the youths in Singapore, and so we invite you to connect with their stories. Um, being in that position, I, I managed to really hear them out, you know, and, and understand, and, and I think that also deepened my relationship with my mum because I realised, oh my god, like, it's really not easy. We hope that through this you might understand yourself better and even find that you share similar narratives to those around you. In this episode, we invited the glamorous, lively and eloquent winner of Miss Singapore Universe 2018, Zara Kanum, to share her experiences in the world of pageantry. Zara explains how pageantry is a performance art and describes how it had required her to educate herself on global issues form opinions and tell her story. She also outlines her plans moving forward after passing on her crown in 2019. Maybe you could like just give an introduction of yourself first. Okay. So my name is Zahra Khanum and I'm 25. I'm turning 26 this year in a few days. And um, yeah, so I was Miss Universe Singapore 2018 Mm -hmm. and I teach full-time now. I teach English. But how would you encapsulate yourself like other than your title as a Miss Universe like how would you describe yourself to someone else without telling them about you being Miss Universe you think what are the other qualities you enjoy about yourself (laughs) like personality wise yeah okay um I'm someone who's very uh, I like to challenge myself so Miss Universe was really just something I dived into because it was something new Mm -hmm. so um yeah, I did different things. I was a theatre student before, so I love the stage. I, oh. uh, I, I love performing, so stage is something I love. So, you know, Miss Universe is just another opportunity for me to be on stage. So I think I was just looking for different, you know, ways, different uh, opportunities to get myself out there as a performer. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, life is a performance. And it's like, <laughs> you're like, yeah, so it's, it's really, I, mean, I think that's what it is for me, like being able to try different things, being able to play a different character mm. is something I enjoy. Yeah, uh, I really, really like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you say, um, what, what do you think the role of Miss Universe is? Okay, um, the role of Miss Universe basically is to, I think every Miss Universe needs to have something they care for. And I think everyone, mm. everyone has something they are very passionate about, something they really want to it's something we believe in. Yeah. And uh, I think that's what really starts the whole, you know, drive to become a Miss Universe because you want to create a positive change, either in yourself or in others. And mm-hmm. it's a process, you know, because when you're working with people, mm-hmm. um, there's something in you that changes as well. So there's a light in, in that process, you yeah. know, for both both communities yeah. or the many communities that you work with. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what Miss Universe is, mm-hmm. is for me, you know? Yeah. 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 Do you think you would have? Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Did you meet like people that you otherwise would not have met if you were not Miss Universe? Yes, I would say yeah. Miss Universe definitely opened a lot of opportunities for me. You know, opened a lot of uh, doors for me to meet so many different people. Um, because I was never in this, you know, in this media line. So when I was in Sota, it was really just 
you know, school, like your normal school days and anywhere since your normal school days. And like, I managed to meet a lot of community, like, okay. So in school, I, we had a lot of overseas exchange programs. So I think that's what I really love about my education because mm. um, SOTA made us go overseas every year. So we were working in a different country with a different community every year. We had our own um, <coughs> projects here. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so I worked with children a lot. And um, we had, you know, we worked with uh, prison fellowships. So we worked with kids whose parents are in prison, wow. you know, and um, so being able to kind of like communicate with all of them and share this, you know, moments with them was very interesting for me. Mm-hmm. So, um, wait, what was the question? Do you meet people? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So this, so this, this um, the fact that I managed to travel so much in school, yeah, Made me want to do more, you see. So Miss Universe actually gave me the opportunity to travel. Mm. So when I went for my international com- uh, competition, I met so many women from different countries. And you know, that is a whole different experience in itself because yeah. they are all very empowered. Mm. And um, they're all doing very amazing things in their own countries. Yeah. So I managed to learn a lot from them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, because they have their own projects in their countries, so I got a lot of opportunities to travel again. Mm-hmm. So you know, like Thailand Fashion Week, I managed to travel. And then because of that, the guest of honor was Jimmy Choo. And I met- I managed to meet Jimmy <gasps> Choo oh in person. So you know, being able to speak to someone like that, you know, someone yeah. who has been in the industry for so long, who created his own business, who was so passionate about this one thing mm-hmm. that became so many things in the end, you know, yeah, it's a yeah. whole franchise, a whole, you know, brand on its own. And um, and he was so humble and, you know, we had breakfast together and it was, I would never have that <laughs> if I didn't go for this universe. And I mean, um, I have to, you know, say that it was after two years that I managed to, you know, meet more people in this industry, but... But yeah, it was worth it, you know, and, mm-hmm. and having to hear what he had to say about his mm-hmm. whole journey mm-hmm. and how to get there was incredible. You know, he's one person, but, um, you know, there were so many. So I managed to even have an opportunity to, to go trek to the base camp of Mount Everest. So that was a project <gasps> last year in January uh, because I knew Miss Universe Nepal. So that was a project that was happening in Nepal and uh, they were aiming to get the Guinness World Record for a fashion show to happen at the base camp of Mount Everest. Uh, that's so cool. Oh my gosh. Uh, so, sorry, you know, sorry. So these are things I would never have expected myself to do or to have come across, you know, mm. without Miss Universe. Um, and I think the people I've met also, so the experiences kind of changed my mindset and my mentality about a lot of things because, you know, um, during my Miss Universe period, I my campaign was about single moms because, you know, my mom is a single mom and, mm. you know, having to go, go through that, I would still say I was very privileged because, you know, our, our situation was still, um, I mean, we worked through it, you mm. know, and we had quite a bit of support. Mm. Um, so me, when I was doing, during Miss Universe, we managed to work with Daughters of Tomorrow and mm. uh, we did some, I did some talks there with my mom mm. for the women there, for the mothers there. And it was an eye-opening experience to speak to these mothers, you know, to these women and mm-hmm. um, hear their experiences and what they were going through and how they were trying to overcome it. And uh, being able to speak to them with my mother was also, you know, a wonderful experience. Yeah. And um, I think it was also great that mom got an opportunity to speak about her experience to other mm-hmm. people because she never really saw that as okay. Yeah. You know, it was because, you know, when you go through things personally, it's a very personal yeah. thing and you think, okay, I don't want to share this. Mm. But being able to have a community and realizing that it's okay and it's great and it's good because it helps you mm-hmm. was a wonderful thing as well because I got to see that firsthand, you know. And um, yeah, and I think these experiences I wouldn't really have had yeah. without Miss Universe. I'm not saying it's important. I mean, Miss Universe was... Um, 
key or is key for everybody but I think that was what helped me open up a lot of things for myself I'm sure yeah yeah so yeah, yeah that was it's just one way <laughs> yeah just one no, way no but you can really yeah. see how like one thing really led to another for you you know Indeed. and then that opened up so many opportunities for you like Indeed. amazing ones yeah. you know super cool mm, it was yeah it was it was a process as well because I never saw myself joining Miss Universe at the start I was mm-hmm. this I was this chubby girl in school you know and uh and I was very nervous and very shy and um I joined theatre because it helped me become a totally different person like from who I am, you know, mm-hmm. like because when you're made to play different characters, you can't be yourself. There's a bit of you that's in that yeah. character in every yeah. character that you play. Definitely, yeah. But um, you have to kind of like push yourself consistently. Mm-hmm. So being able to be a different person, being able to live a life either than my own yeah. was something I enjoyed in school. Mm-hmm. And I saw Miss Universe as, an, as a performance as well because, you know, it was about campaigning, it was about talking, it was a performance, you know, it's all on stage. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I didn't see much difference between that and being an actress and being mm. a performer and being a theatre student. Mm. So it was all very intertwined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. But going in, uh, along that vein, um, because you were talk- talking about how Miss Universe is being a character, right? I also feel like there's so much depth in being a Miss Universe that okay. is not really being seen by a lot of people. Okay. You know, because in an interview, I saw that um, you're talking about how in the process, you yes. really had to ask yourself what your beliefs are, what your yes. ideologies are. Because yes. you have to convey that to people. Um, mm. Did you use this opportunity to really think about those? Or do you feel like you already had this set of ideologies before Miss Universe? Okay. Um, Okay, because I joined this tiny competition before Miss Universe. It was New Paper, New Face in 2016. Mm. So that kind of exposed me to what um, uh, runway or what pageantry might be like. Mm -hmm. Although, you know, it's still very different, but it gave me an inkling. So when I was doing that, um, I was kind of building my identity. And you know when you build your identity, it's a process. It's a a lifelong thing. It is. So um, there was a certain, certain ideals that I already built up Mm. for myself before the competition things that I believed in very strongly already but mm. when you were, when I was in the competition of course it challenged me because um, there are a few things in the modelling or in the pageantry world that you're meant to live up to mm. and in the process of that I think there was a there was a time where I felt um, I it was like a dilemma because I was like, okay, do I really have to live up to all of this because there's all these expectations or do I just want to be me, yeah. you know, and just be happy with who I am and then just, you know, enjoy that because yeah. it became like, a, it, there was a bit of a struggle because, okay, adopting a healthy lifestyle was one thing. So like being able to gym and mm. eat proper, uh, you know, uh, competition style was uh, was very new for me. So I mean... That became a lifestyle for me after a while. But when I started, it was a lot of grit and a lot of uh, discipline and pushing myself to wake up, you know, every mm-hmm. morning and to go to the gym four times a week at 7 a.m., 7.30 a.m., you know, to... So that became a lifestyle routine that was fine. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, in the competition itself, there are moments where they tell you, okay, you know, there were body checks, right? So oh, okay. because we have a bikini round. Yeah. And we all have to just wear our bikinis and stand in a row. And then uh, the manager would kind of like, okay, next time. Like, you know, look at us and be like, okay, so, you know, um, you don't have much butt. You don't have much boobs. Like, where are your thighs? You know, like, arms, where are those? You know, like, what's happening? You know, like, are you eating well? Are you gymming? Like, maybe work on, you know, work on mm-hmm. um, your, like, leg muscles, hamstrings, those, kind of, those mm-hmm. kind of things when you're, you know, in gymming the next few weeks. Yeah. So, I was working very hard in the gym, you know, and <laughs> 
body check. It was like, I was like, oh my god, I'm still not good enough. You know, so when am I going to be good enough? Like, yeah. it's it was just it was a bit demoralizing at one point because I was like. I am putting in the work. Mm-hmm. I I do feel better about myself, but then in my eyes, you know, but then in a, another person's eyes, it's, it's still not great. So then, um, I had a very good support system at that point. I would say that's very very important. Uh, so my group of friends, my group of close friends, you know, I was doing a theater show at that point. Mm-hmm. So I was uh, juggling a theater show as well as uh, Miss Universe, mm-hmm. and uh, we were going for rehearsals, and I just brooped. Oh. <laughs> like sat me down my best friend and she said um you know think about why you joined this competition in the first place like what was your aim go Mm. back to that Mm. you know because it's not really important about like how people look at you or what what they expect of you it's what you expect of yourself and what do you aim to achieve from this you know go back Mm. to that be true Mm. to yourself and things will be fine you know you don't Mm. have to worry about all these things like if it's overwhelming you it shouldn't yeah you know so I thought yeah okay so then uh you know the whole reason I joined this was because I believed in the strength of single mothers. I believed in like the potential that children had coming from these circumstances. Because you know, in school, people did look at me like, oh, you know, she's from a single parent family, so like maybe you know she won't do as well or not as academically. Um, I'll say circumstances wise, because you know sometimes there's like financial issues and stuff like that. So you're just you you feel a bit left behind. Mm. Um, even though I was in that environment and I was, you know, given so many opportunities because I got to travel and all that. But it's, the, mm. it's behind the scenes. I'm like, oh, for the next trip, mommy doesn't have enough money. Like, how are you going to get this, you know? Or, and mom's just like, okay, it's okay. It's okay. I'm going to let you go. Like, it's fine. You know, go and do your thing, you know? Education is important kind of thing. So it was, it's all of these like behind the scenes that kind of, you know, you're just like, uh, I'm not, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. But then, um, yeah, so I think that was that was the whole thing. And then to be able to just show people that, you know, wherever you come from, whatever your background, it really doesn't matter. If you really put in a bit of hard work and you have a great support system and you look for those connections, you know, speak up about what you love, about what you like, your talents, mm-hmm. your passions. Because um, people will see that. Yeah. And one person or the other will give you an opportunity if you're yeah. willing to look for it, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that's... That was my main thing. And I think that's what I learned over time as well. You know, in Sota, like, my teachers gave me a lot of opportunities because they saw, oh, you know, Zara has potential and, like, I want to help her. Mm. Or when I didn't know something, I was very shy, I didn't want to ask. And then, like, over the years, I realized, oh, my God, but if I don't ask, nobody knows that I need help, mm. you know? So, it was a lot of things that I learned over the years. And I realized, yeah. okay, these are things people should know, yeah. you know? Because... It took me so long to learn it. Yes. <laughs> and yes. if people just knew this, but I knew this earlier, it would have been so much easier, you know? Right. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, like, from what you were saying, there's yes. a lot of prep when it goes into, like, yes. Miss Universe or any pageant, I would assume. But you're mainly talking about uh, physical prep. Is mm. there prep that you do for, like, not mental, but like yes. questions yes. and stuff so like it's, that. Uh, I mean, Miss Universe is not just about how you look, but it's about what you, how you think. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, like, you know, global issues, like what's happening in the world, what's happening in your country, and uh, how would you like to create a positive change with that? You know, what are your views, basically? You have to, be, you, you have, to have an opinion about everything mm-hmm. and um, be quick about it, mm-hmm. you know? 
So I think there was a lot of prep with that as well. So we had to really do our research about global issues, what was happening, watch the news, you know. Mm. Um, I mean, I just got, got us to like have a notebook and write everything down, like write mm. possible questions um, and uh, world issues. So I was discussing this, you know, with all my friends, you know, mm-hmm. people, my friends in uni, like, you know, mm-hmm. what's going on? What's up? How do I talk about this? You know, um, what are your views about it? What are mine? So I had to spend a lot of time every night, you know, just thinking about like, what would I say about this? Like when I watch this, what do mm. I think about it? Um, because like I said, when I was younger, I didn't really, I wasn't very confident to share my thoughts and my views about things because I didn't think it was, you know, very relevant, very important. But being in this competition pushed me to, you know, to really believe about what I'm saying, believe Mm. what I feel, how I feel about it and not be afraid to share. So I think that was one thing. Mm. Yeah, I think building connections also, like when you see something, how does it relate to you? How are you related Mm. to that situation, Mm. you know? Mm. Because we tend to feel like, okay, if it's not happening in my country, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm not involved, you know? Right. But um, in the end, it's about involving yourself in that situation and thinking, okay, you know, we're all, you know, living in this world, living in this country. Like, all interconnected. We, yeah, it's all interconnected. Yeah. So even if it's not directly involving me, it does involve you in a certain way, you know? Mm. So it's about thinking about that yeah, and how, how you feel about yeah. it. Yeah. I really like the point about you talking about how not only do we have to, not only should we have our own opinions, but we need to have the need there's a need for us to share it I don't know how to say this but yeah (laughs) because there's a lot of times uh, we stay quiet and we don't move things forward if we just stay quiet it's like a need for us to just tell people this is what I think about it Uh, this is what I believe in what can we do about it yeah and I think that's one thing that um, maybe people also don't really see Miss Universe as doing, you know, sometimes. Mm. They think like, oh, you know, she just looks pretty. Mm. Um, She's winning a competition. Well, good for her, but so what? Mm. Yeah, but there's so much that comes with being a Miss Universe. I Mm. think that you are really telling us a lot about. Mm -hmm. So, Mm. Touching on that, are there any, like, misconceptions that people have about Miss Universe? (laughs) 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 Um, I think basically kind of what you guys mentioned already, you know that it's all about beauty, it's all about um, looking good, mm-hmm. uh, it's, um, you don't really have much brains, you know, mm-hmm. that it's a very easy process, it's all about glitz and glam, and, yeah. um, but it's really, it's really not that, you know, <laughs> even behind the scenes, we're like running, like, <laughs> like oh my god, time, you're just timing us, you have 30 seconds, you know, back on, back on stage, you know, yeah. you're like queuing behind, and it's, it felt very similar to theatre, you know, because you're just like, okay, call time, where, where do I stand? It's it's a lot to do with punctuality. It's a lot to do with, like, being able to know what's next. Mm. Uh, when is your cue? You know, mm. like, um, working with the camera, it's a lot more than just being glamorous, you know? And um, it's not just that. So you have to remember all of that plus what you want to say, how you feel about that situation mm. you put on the spot, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's there. And also... Yeah, I think people really just look at it superficially. As, yeah. Superficially, yeah, 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 superficially. Mm. I really also want to talk to you about um the process of you finding yourself because okay. you know you've spent so many years just <laughs> thinking about okay, what do I want, what do I tell yeah. people about myself. Um, what was the process like for you? Do you feel like as a theater kid, like you took mm. on different characters and then you you felt what was okay with you and then you kept that part, or was it just like a bunch of experiences that helped you understand yourself? Wow. Um. Okay, I would say it's a bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, theatre helped me build on my confidence over time. Mm-hmm. Um, in it challenges you because you know when you're a shy person, being able to play different roles and mm-hmm. having to think about how that person would think. I think it just helped me put myself in different people's shoes. Yeah. So I think that's what theatre helped me to do. You know, putting myself on stage, having to think 
outwardly and mm. then think inwardly about things as well. Um, experiences help a lot, mm. you know. Uh, I think um, experiences my friends had, experiences I had growing up mm-hmm. uh, because of the people I met, um, I think that really changes you. Because, it does, yeah. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I think it's also what you see yourself being able to do. Mm-hmm. Um, because growing up, I was I was all like, okay, okay, what do I know next? Like, who am I? How do I, you know, become better? Like, how do I be better? How do mm-hmm. I improve myself? I think that was a question I always asked myself. Mm-hmm. How do I improve myself? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, once you're done with a theatre show, it's like, okay, I achieved this, what's next? Yeah. You know? So um, it was always about what's next. And I think it was also because of the hecticness of school because like you're done with a show, then it's the next project. You know, mm. it's like your academic assignments. It's the your overseas project. You're always working on something. So I think when I left Sota, I was about, oh, oh no, like it's university. And then like, you know, because projects are not really planned for you anymore, right? The mm. shows are not planned for you anymore. Um, so, you, so I started thinking, like, what do I want to do for myself? Yeah. And, you know, do I want to continue what I did before? Mm. Or like, do I want to do something new? Yeah. So I think um, all these experiences helped me to really realize, okay, the things I did before, I really loved. And mm-hmm. like, what do I really love? I love working with children. I'm passionate about working with kids. Mm-hmm. Or, um, yeah, so then I tried, okay, so I love stage so much. Like, what can I do next with the stage? So then mm-hmm. I tried a new paper, a new face. Mm-hmm. And all this was very new to me. So friends were like, how, what? Like, how, what? You know, like, but um, like, I asked them, I asked them, you know, should, I, should I do this? Should I try? You know, because yeah. I was doing commercials after that. So I've never worked with camera and I was very, very scared of working with camera. Because I was a stage student, you know, like, so used to working on stage and having that, like, intense, the connection with the audience is so different because there is a strong connection, you know, and, and it builds your performance as well, the energy. Mm. So on camera and on set, it was different. So my brother actually got a Prudential uh, commercial, so he brought me in for an oh, audition. Oh, wow. We didn't know it was Prudential at the time, just like, come in for a casting. So my, and then he told my brother, don't bring a girl, like, your mom, your sister, whoever, girlfriend, you know. Mm. So he was like, hey, come, come with me. Okay, we went for this audition and then we got we got the role. So we were the faces of Prudential for two years. Wow. And I was for a campaign. You're the one that you stay at each other for four minutes. Uh-huh. And then you start to speak about like how you really feel about that person. It works. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it really worked. I mean, because my brother and I never had that kind of, you know, like you sit down, you stay at each other for four uh-huh. minutes. Like, who does that? Yeah. You know, so, um, so it was a different experience for, for us as well to really realize, oh, wow, you know how much you really love your family members to really take mm. that time to just be there be yeah. present you know mm-hmm. because we're with our families every day but we don't like sit down and be like we hey don't. how are you you know we don't do that you know we don't so, do that yeah i mean I, at least i i didn't you know and uh having that kind of moment with him was was different mm-hmm. um so yeah that was an opportunity to work in front of a camera and i was like wow i love this <laughs> you know so i was like oh my god i love this how can i yeah. work with it more mm-hmm. you know and then um i met someone on set and he said oh new paper new face have you heard of it i was like no i haven't he was like go try it you know so i was like Okay, then I spoke to my friends about it, and they're like, "Yeah, okay, go try if, you, if it's really something you like." And the thing is, I've had very supportive friends. So the moment I tell them something like that, they're like, "Okay, come, let's do go photos. Do it. Come, I can oh, take photos. Let's take photos of you." Wow. And I was like, really? like, "Yeah, yeah." So I was like, "Okay, that's so like it was it was very supportive environment, yeah. you know." And um, I think I was very thankful to have that because I think it was if I was just on my own, I would be like, mm, "Should I do it? Should I not?" And I mm. might have not done it at all, you know. So I think yeah, like like we said, share. I think share your opinions with people, yes. but don't take it, don't take what people have to say so, like, entirely. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if they do disagree with you, it doesn't mean that you're not able to do it. Like, you don't have yeah. the potential yeah. to do it. Yeah. They're, they're giving you your, their opinion. But whether or not 
you choose to you know take it fully or mm. take it you know partially it's really up to you because it is your life mm. and what you're willing to do with it you know yeah. mm. so i think that's something i learned over the over time also like how much of advice and how much of uh, how much do i want to take from right. my friends or mm. the people i speak to about the things that i'm going to do yeah. or that i want to do yeah. you know because eventually i have to go through that process yeah. and all they will do is support me and they will be there or they might not be there mm. but i have to go through this mm. you know so i think that's why i learned as well So yeah, all these experiences just made me do different things and then as you go on to something, you learn something new. So new people in your face was one thing. Right. And I was like, oh my god, this is how it works. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, oh shoot. But like, I got top 20, but that was not good enough. You know, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I learned all these things, but it wasn't good enough, I want more. <laughs> so then I was just like, yeah, and then like, everyone was talking about Miss Universe, like, that's the next step, that's the next step. And I was just like, hmm, okay, if I got top 20 for this, maybe I should work towards that. Mm-hmm. So the next two years was just working towards that. Mm-hmm. And I told myself, Miss Universe is it. Like, nothing before, nothing after. That, that once I do that, it's done. Mm-hmm. You know, so the next few years I worked towards that, and then Miss Universe is. I went for the auditions, and uh, thankfully the people who were with uh, New Weapon New Face were the team working for Miss Universe for that year as well. So I had a good um, community behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and they were very supportive as well with mm-hmm. the fact that I was joining Miss Universe that year. So I was very happy about that. Um, but when I joined Miss Universe, it was a whole different ball game again. So I was like, oh my god, new <laughs> things to learn again. And it was very different. So. Yeah, I think that's what I love. Like every time you put, I put myself into something. It was something new, yeah. and I had to learn, and I had to. It was like a clean slate again. Mm. You know, like you mm. have certain experiences that helped you, but again, it's not enough. And how do you how do you get better? Mm. And you learn new things all the time. Yeah. So it's from putting yourself in one opportunity, it brings you to the next, and then it when you're in the next, it brings you to another thing because mm. you learn more and you want to do more. You know, mm. and you meet more people, so your your perspectives on things change as well. Like, I just wanted to be a full time teacher. That was my. Thoughts last time. My mom is a full time teacher. I thought, yes, I want to be a teacher. That's <laughs> it. That will be my life. You uh-huh. know. Um, and I love teaching. I still do. But then I feel like okay, there's more to that now. Yeah. There's more that I want to do. There's more that I can do. Mm-hmm. So how do I do it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I think we're we're observing about a lot of our guests as yes. well is that there's a lot of dimensions to to living. You know, yes. there's not just one thing exactly. that one person can do, which I think is a stereotypical like life that people think that life should be. Yes. Yeah. But then often like they have so many passions that mm. one of the, that build upon their lives. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I love I I love everything you're saying because uh, <laughs> it's really the process of finding yourself out i think even for me i think i'm i'm very curious about okay. what i can be so it's always like what's next you know right. if i try this thing am i gonna be this other person okay. and it's not like taking away from who i am but it's yes. more like building upon my character yes. and my like my sense of self right. yeah so that's so exciting i like to hear like this kind of stories from other people I mean, also if it doesn't work for you but then at least you know yeah exactly yeah. yeah you can go on to something else so, yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm really interested in hearing more about like your advocacy work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Uh, I okay. So I really love children, and um, so going into working with single mothers was something that was a bit challenging for me as well because I felt like I was a bit at that point. I felt like I was a bit too young <laughs> to really understand fully and put myself in their shoes, like of what they have gone through. Because all I've seen is my mother's experience, but even then, I wouldn't know exactly what she was going through you know it's just my perception of it mm. so i was quite scared but having to and that's why i brought my mother in to also speak to this woman because she would have been able to connect with them at a deeper level than i would have mm. but i think my my stance of it was when i when i came in it was more of um uh more of being just a honestly i was learning more than i i feel like i was giving um it felt it felt like that because I, Um, being in that position, I I managed to really 
hear them out, mm-hmm. you know, and, and understand. And I think that also deepened my relationship with my mom because I realised, oh my God, like, it's really not easy, yeah. you know, and the things that they have to go through and... um. And I just became very thankful about what I had mm. with my mom as well. So, yeah, so basically it was really just these projects and uh, it was, they had these um, workshops over the course of eight weeks, um, you know, grooming, uh, how to look for jobs, how to connect themselves with their careers. Mm. So I think these were things that being able to like speak to them, you know, do little like activities with them. Yeah, that was something I did with the with the moms. Mm. With kids in general, um, I was going for all these overseas trips to work with them. My mm. best friend had a, has a, as an uncle, as a hospital in Pakistan. So we went to Pakistan to work with the kids there. Mm. We built funds. We raised funds to do that. So I think eventually these are projects I would want to do more. So to be able to mm. yeah, work with the organizations here or overseas. Mm. So yeah, these are things I have to when do you, plan for myself. Oh, sorry. sorry <laughs> when do you become like so passionate about working with kids? was my soda days because mm-hmm. we had so many opportunities to travel and also here we worked with the children here quite a bit uh like organizations here quite a bit and I managed to work with the kids um I think because I felt like as a child um my teachers played a huge role in my life mm-hmm. uh very very huge role in my life because I was someone who didn't I really didn't want to speak up. I was I didn't think anything of myself, anything of my thoughts. So I had this one theater teacher and I'll remember him for life. He really changed me because I had many teachers before him, you know. And uh when he came into Sota, he kind of saw me and he was like, Okay. So um we had to play Animal Farm. That was our first uh play. Mm-hmm. So I played the role of boxer. And uh, he's just friendly horse who listens to everybody and is very trusted, you know, everyone trusts him so much. So, um, he really, you know, made me sit down in front of the class and because Boxer dies in the play, so he was, you know, asking everyone, like, why, how would it affect you if Boxer dies? And then he, he was very motivating. He would ask me a question every day in class, like, Zara, what do you think? Zara, mm-hmm. answer this question. And I had to, right? Even if I didn't have an answer, I had to. So, it eventually, I think after a few months, I was raising up my hand and answering questions oh, because wow. he gave me that confidence, you know? Like, he, he made me feel like my answer mattered. Mm. And then he he made it a point with the whole class to ask what everybody wanted at the end of um, Sota years, you know, what we wanted to become, our ambitions and stuff like that. And at that point, I wanted to be a reporter, journalist. Mm. I wanted to be a war journalist. That was my, that was my <laughs> dream when I was younger, you know, to go out. And mom was like, mom was always telling me, you want to die? Do you want to die? You want to like, kill yourself? What is wrong with you? So I said, no, it was just so interesting, you know. And then... Um, so he would tell me, you know, Zara, you'll be the world's best journalist, you know. And after every show, he'll come and say, how do you feel? You were great. So being able to have that support system from a teacher, right? Just mm. his words itself made me feel very, very confident in, in, in the things that I could do. And even if I couldn't do it, I was like, no, I have to try because somebody sees that potential in me, you know. So I have to push myself to, to prove that, yes, I can do it, yeah. you know. Because I cannot be telling myself, I can't do it, I can't do it. And someone keeps telling me you can and that's something I heard not just from my teacher, but from my friends as well, who are very supportive at that point. You know, and I feel like when I told them, uh, I can't do this, like I had to do this while I'm walking short, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm so bad. And my friends would sit down and be like, okay, come, let's rehearse. Like, they're better. I had dance friends because wow. we're, we're so tired, right? So I had dance friends, I'm a visual artist, I was in theater. So I mean, my movement work wasn't very good. So my dance friends, I come, I'm going to watch you for your rehearsals and we'll work on it. Mm. So she taught me stuff, you know, and I was like, okay. And then I was just working on it every single day. And then show day was just like, bam, you know? So it was, um, yeah, so I think, you know, all these things really, really helped. So I, I wanted to be able to be that 
change as well. Like if I can just give another child some hope yeah. that they can do things in their life, they have the potential to, you know, be bigger than themselves mm. or not be afraid, then that would be that would mean the world to me. Yeah. I would say that maybe you're already doing that because like your circle of friends would probably be a reflection of you as well. And having your friends who are so supportive like for you, of you. I'm sure you're doing the same thing for them. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I really believe in meeting the right people in your life also because they can okay. really change the traje- trajectory of your life. Okay. And yeah. I don't know, it's like so much can just change from that one action of someone, That's you know. So, so like, <laughs> it, it's like seeing your life unfolding. I mean, when you look at hindsight especially, <laughs> like, oh, this person really helped me. Yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> getting goosebumps. I it matters, you know. It's people's lives. Mm. Yeah. So, do you have like a philosophy to education that you believe in? Like, what do you think education is? Because in Singapore, okay. it's more like you know everybody has to get good grades. Mm. Um, that's that, that would mean you're smart, you're capable. Right. But what to use education? Education for me is uh, is really about building knowledge you know mm. whatever knowledge you can find whatever knowledge you you learn from your teachers from your books you know um yeah it's really that because grades in the end I know Singapore really pushes for it and yeah. you know students even myself at that time it's just like oh you know eventually my grades will speak for myself for, for my worth you know in mm. school um and a lot of people will look at you look at your worth based on your grades yeah um, but then it's really it's really more than that. I think being in an art school, so we, I realized later because you know there there were specialized programs that where you can just focus on the arts mm-hmm. and like it's really about your passions, whether yeah. whether it is academics or the arts or whatever it is you know. But being able to do better and consistently learn because knowledge comes in so many forms, like mm-hmm. grades and academics, really just yeah. one of it. It's just yeah. one aspect. You know, so for me also when students, like when I'm teaching my students and there's so much stress about like, oh my god, this is why I'm not, I'm not getting my grades, like how do I get it, you know, like how do I get into the school, like how, what do I do, yeah. you know, and I think it's, and then it just bo- it boils back to your mindset, you know, and like how, how do you view it, because mm. if you're just viewing it as, okay, I need these grades and I need to do well because I need to get to a good school, then it becomes harder for you to even gain that knowledge in the first place. In the yeah. classroom, the way you look at it, it's just like, oh, it becomes a, like, it's dreadful, yeah. right? It becomes a drag because of, of the way you look at it. It's because of the way parents tell you, like, yeah. you need these grades. If you're not going to go to good school, you're not going to get a good job. Yeah. You know, so I think eventually it's about changing that. It's changing the view, like how people view this because mm. knowledge is not just I mean, education is not just getting a good school and yeah. getting a good job. Exactly. Because yeah. what is a good job? Yeah. What is a good school? <laughs> yeah. You know, um, because eventually it's up to you. It's your passions. And how yeah. do you make that a good job for yourself? You know, mm. is it good? How do you feel good when you work in this place? You know, mm. eventually, do you feel good in your school? Do you feel good learning these subjects? Like, how will they affect you in your life? Mm. I think it's being able to make children see that, see out of that, yeah. you know, that it's not just a mark. It's not just yeah. a number that mm. will make you do great in life, you know, mm. because doing well in school didn't, like, exactly get... You know, I mean, it's... um. Also, it's what you do with it, right? Yeah. Eventually. So if I can get like the best grades in school, but if I don't do anything with that, mm. it's not going to change my life. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I think it's really all back to mindset, perspective. Mm. How do you look at these things? How mm. do you perceive it? How is it going to change your life? So I think mm. that's what needs to be changed because knowledge is not just a number. It is not. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, going, going back to like how education can sort of change mm. the way you think about things. Okay. How do you think 
your training in sociology help mm-hmm. you like shape your life? <laughs> uh, sh- wow, shape the way okay. you think about things. Mm, sociology. Okay, so <laughs> sociology is very. Th- it's very. It's a very theoretical um, subject. Mm. So what that did for me was basically open my eyes as well mm. because. Um, to non-judgment. Mm. So I think a lot of us are very quick to judge. But then I did anthropology in Sota. And then oh because I loved anthropology so much, uh-huh. I decided, because in Singapore, no other uni, um, no uni offers anthropology, mm. which is mm. very sad. Yes. So I did sociology in NUS instead. Mm. But that, that wasn't so bad because uh, anthropology was such a micro... Uh, subject that mm. Sosi gave me like a major like a macro view on things you know yeah. which was very interesting because it, it was it was different so in Anto we really worked on specific communities but in Sosi it was like in general like society itself you know mm. government and people yeah. you know or like uh, law and uh, criminals for example mm. so I got to see things in a very different light you yeah. know and um, being able to like look at these theories and then like relate it back to the community we're working with for example so for Sosi I did law and uh, you know, so we worked with like criminals, like how do how does that work, you mm-hmm. know? And then also like with uh, children, because I love children so much, so I did soci of childhood as well. Mm-hmm. And then that taught me about like how children actually perceive themselves over time, and then how does society view them, and then how does it make them into something that they, which is good or bad, you know, mm-hmm. in society. So everything is actually built upon your circumstances and yeah. your experiences. And I realized I can't judge anyone because everyone <laughs> has a story, you yeah, know. Everyone yeah. has something like there's a reason why they're like that. Yeah. So my duty is to find out why, mm. you know, and how can I change it or can I not or like what can I do then, mm. you know, or how can I make it better mm. for the rest of the community, you know, who are going through certain things or similar things. Yeah. How can I make it better for them? So I think that's what Sosi did. Mm. It really opened my eyes to all these things that mm. it's not just they're like that because they're like that. Yeah. You know, so every student that I have also, it's always about, okay, you're acting a certain way, what's going on? You know, like, then you realise, oh, they're going going through something at home or it's like a personal, like, I don't think I can do this, you know? So you realise, actually, it's way more than that. It's way more than the act Mm. that they're doing, you know? There's so much behind that. So I think that's what Sosie did for me, you know, realising that there's a backstory, there's circumstances, how do you help, Mm. you know? Yeah. So cool. I have have this thing for sociology. eh? I'm telling them also, like, oh my god, like, I'm so excited about people who study sociology. Why do you study biology? Uh, (laughs) I mean, that's a very important subject. It's a great question. Yeah. But I do like reading about these things. And even when I I was studying biology in in uni, I took an anthropology module. I love that, you know. (laughs) In bio classes, I would just, like, keep quiet. I'm like, "Mm, boring. (laughs) But in anthro class, I'll be like, yes, what's the next question? (laughs) It's so fun. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's just me. Uh, But, okay, moving forward, you said that you wanted to do a lot more projects for, like, working with kids. Um, do you have something, like a big project in mind that you want to work on? Um, for now, I don't have like a big project yet. Mm. Still, it's still in the works. Mm-hmm. So there's still, okay, so the, the issue for me is always, I've always been trying to like um, settle personal things for myself, like my career and certain things so that when I'm stable, I can also give more. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, um, Whatever I can give for now, like the little projects, and if I can involve myself in that, that would be great mm. for now. But then um, the planning part, I, I'll still sit down and think about how I can uh-huh. really yeah. give mm. uh, and give quite a bit at, at that, in that one go. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Now that you're yeah. like in teaching, um, is this where you see yourself like in the future? Um, well, I... Uh, 
teaching is something I really enjoy. So I thought eventually, hopefully, one day if I could have my own teaching academy on my own, you can do it. You can do it. Would be the most ideal thing, you know, mm. because um, I see so much uh, potential in that and in, 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 in having a academy and so much so many things I learned and of course the different courses. I think what I really have to do is sit down and think about the different curriculums that I can mm. provide for the children, mm. um, based on my my own experiences as well. So like, I have to do a bit more studying. So I'm going to give mm. myself some time for that, like you know, get some paperwork set up <laughs> so that I can also be a you know a legit. Yeah. Um, yeah, legitimate uh, centre or yeah. uh, school. Yeah. You, you can call call me for your scientific brunch. Sure, why not? Yes. I have a boss who really... Um, I really joined his lab because, okay. because he has this idea about education that I really, really believe okay. in as well, you know. Because okay. he doesn't believe in, oh, you need to study this and you need to be good technically and all that. It's more like, conceptually, how do you think of these problems? Yes. And you don't see that happening for... A lot of other people, unfortunately. I'm not yeah. I don't know whether this is a generalization, <laughs> but generally, um, it's a little bit more of like a Western mindset. Okay. You know, that you take your time to learn. Yes. Um, how do you think about problems? How do you solve them? Yeah. And it's not about, oh, do you know how to do A and then A B C D, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's very it, I, I do believe that there's a different way we can teach people. Yeah, and yeah. it will be valued over like in the future, maybe hopefully. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. And I yeah, I think it builds you up in a different way as well. It does, yeah. yeah. The way you view things will be yeah. very different. I agree. Yeah. I was just like observing yeah. how you feel because you have to give up your crown to the <laughs> Miss Universe Singapore, yes. right? So how do you feel during the prep? Were you thinking about like what's going to happen next? Like you said, everything that um you finish, right? Or yes. everything comes to an end. So like what... um what next? Yeah, what's next? Like okay. during the prep, you were like laughing with us, talking, having conversations. <laughs> but deep down, were you like very nervous and... When you were on stage yes. that night, we were all watching live me and Sahar. We were all like watching like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> she looks good. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. 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 Like, like when you gave up the crown, like yeah. how did you feel? And then now that um you go to events mm. without like the crown, mm. the, s- the slash? 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 The slash, right? Like, does it feel any different? Like, <laughs> oh... Does it feel different? Um, no, it actually doesn't. So I think, um, okay, I think a part of me at that point did feel like, oh no, it might be different because um, I had that crown with me for a year and that title with me for a year. I think again, it was a shift of mindset that I had to, you know, think about. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, that's something I definitely thought about what's next. But I mean, not on that day because, you know, I knew I was going to give my crown up that <laughs> yeah. day. So it was more of like, I think the weeks before that, it was like, oh my God. Mm. You know, I think a part of me, I, I was a bit scared. I was like, oh my God, I'm not this universe anymore. Yeah. Um, but then uh, I realized that actually, you know, it is a lifelong title and I did achieve it. But then again, then I told myself, you know what's next? Because this is one thing in my life, but it shouldn't define my entire life as well, you know, because I'm not just this. Mm. Oh, I didn't just, just because I joined this competition, I just became this, you know, and then there's nothing else to me, I think, yeah. yeah. So then I realized, okay, this is a good chance for me to also realize my, um, think about how I can be better as a Miss Universe as well, mm-hmm. what else I can do on my platform, or what else can I learn. Uh, so giving up my crown that year, I was, 
actually I was happy. I was like, you know, it's time for another mm. woman to take on the role and <laughs> yeah. go ahead and represent Singapore because yeah. the experience itself did so much for me. Mm. And I was just excited of how it was going to change another woman's life, you know, mm. because um, that whole year made me change so much. I think I, like in those six months, it was like a, like a quick growth, you know, like a quick process for me. Like I had to step up, you yeah. know, whether I liked it or not, I had to step up. And I, I was, there was a lot of breakdowns. There was a lot of um, struggle, but at the end of it, there was a lot of light and a lot of like, yeah. um, you know, enlightenment at the same time, you know, like about myself, about the people around me. So I was just very excited to hear that. And I was very happy that the person who won was a very good friend of mine, Mohana. Yeah. And, um, and I was just so happy. I was like, yes, please take it. You deserve it, you know. <laughs> Um, so I mean her experiences as well being able to have uh, met her after her whole journey was also it was it was fun you know to be able to talk to your best friend and say yeah you know that's yeah. what it is you know that's what it's all about like great you know so um, yeah I think she, realizing that it really is a sisterhood it's a really it's really about how can you involve more people in this whole process to really you know bring about a positive change so I didn't I felt like I didn't lose my identity then yeah. and um, I realized that I learned so much there and it's time for me to learn more. So then I realised, okay, now it's time. Because when I joined it, I didn't know anything about social media. I'm still learning. I think I still don't know so much about it. So I think that's something I was working towards. Mm -hmm. um, To building my social media, building my social media presence. Like, how do I do that? Because that was something I... I, Because I was like, you know, thrown into this so quickly that uh, there were so many things to juggle that this was something that I I didn't really have time to really look at. So I thought, okay, now is the time to... Now I have the time. Mm -hmm. So why don't I do that? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think that was the that was the what's next. Yeah. yeah, and also because I had to dedicate my whole six well, one year to this, so I didn't yeah. really have a proper job. Mm. This was my job for the six for that for that one year. Um. So yeah, that was about realizing. Okay, you know what's my real passion? What do I want to do my full time in? And what else can I do with mm. my full time and other things? So yeah, that was that was a good that was a good change. But it's yeah. nice because I think like even though you're giving in a sense giving up the title like yeah. the experiences that experience has changed you already yes. so you become this person Correct. and it doesn't really matter whether you're holding the crown or not in a exactly sense. Yeah. exactly and um yeah so I mean we all do get to keep a crown we all have our crowns mm-hmm. from this universe and just not the main one yeah. and yeah sessions are with us so it's just a you know it's a keepsake but uh, like a memento something I went through something mm-hmm. that changed my life and it's something I'll definitely share with my children. Oh, but, um, yeah. <laughs> because I love yeah. it. Yeah, but, but I think that, that, that is really it. Like, you know, everything you do, you learn something new from it. So yeah. it's really about, okay, this is done and then how do I move on? Mm. How can I use this to make myself mm. better in, 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 in another thing, another project? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, earlier on we were talking about um, how you're trying to build a platform for mm. like brown women, right? Yes. Like, how do you think um, like you have achieved it so far? Like, how... Okay. Um, okay, I think... Uh, for me, also, when I was in this industry, I didn't really understand this so much. But I think after I joined it, I realised that, you know, um, when I did win Miss Universe Singapore, there were a lot of people who were like, oh my god, you know. Actually, even when I was in the competition, <laughs> I told myself I'm not going to win this, you know, because mm. I'm a Muslim girl. And... Um, and as much as we don't want to think that beauty pageant is political, it, it was. Mm. I, I think they're moving out of it mm. now, working towards moving out of it now, which is great to see. Um, yeah, so then like a lot of my friends and a lot of people I met were telling me, I just, you know, don't don't bet on it. Don't bet on winning. You know, like just take the experience as mm. it is. 
And then that was a mindset. Of course, inside, I worked very hard. I told myself, yes, you know what? If, if I won, this would be great. But then again, the experience was everything I needed, you know? So on the on that day itself, I was like, yeah, you know, I might not win this. Um, but I think when I won it, being a Muslim girl winning a competition like this, I think for myself, that was quite an achievement, being a third Muslim uh, winner in Singapore. Mm. Um, I'm not so sure how people viewed it, but I'm hoping that uh, women see it as... Um, you know, that all these labels don't matter, whether you're a Muslim, whether you're a brown skin girl, whatever it is, like, if, like I said, if you try to fight for that opportunity, you might just get it, and you will get that, uh, you will be seen, you know, yeah. whether you win, whether you don't, because all of my friends also tell me, like, the fact that I joined this, and I was already there, is a huge thing in mm. itself, you know, so I think just being able to take that step, mm. and not feeling afraid that if you're a brown skin girl, people are not going to accept you, yeah. or... Yeah, because I think for me, like, it was also like, you know, I was very, I'm, I mean, I'm very hairy, I'm Indian, you know, <laughs> so it was all about it's just, you know, embracing all that you are and just being confident about it. I think that's something I learned through mm-hmm. this also. And uh, I think having um, girls come up to me and be like, oh my god, you know, like, how did you do it? Like, you know, even my students were like, oh my god, how did you do that? You know, like, can you please, like, tell us, you know, how did you get this? And I think I didn't realize how important it is because I think for me, it was like, okay, you know, it was a great opportunity, a great achievement. Um, but then when people told me, like, oh, you know, like, it's, it's so nice to see. And, like, it's just great that, like, for moms, they were like, oh, wow, you know, this is an opportunity for my mm. kids as well. But now I was telling this is not the only thing, you know, like, there's so many <laughs> other things. Like, this is just one way I found for myself. But then there's so many other things, like, so many other passions. If, you know, your children love and want to do that, they should, you know. And you shouldn't confine yourself just because of what society yeah. thinks, you know, that you're brown, that you don't look good or you're not as pretty you're not as beautiful or not as intelligent or whatever it is you know yeah. so yeah all these labels are eventually just labels yeah 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 they are they <laughs> are yeah. like being like a teacher like do parents like kind of like you know sometimes Miss Universe or like yes. pageants may seem like oh those are for bimbos like what yes. we talk about right so do parents surprisingly so, most of the parents I speak to they they look at it as an achievement I think also because of my kids I think the way my kids speak about their classes and that's how, really nice yeah. yeah so I think that gave me uh, gave them a different impression mm-hmm. uh, of course they, I mean the moms would be like oh you know like how was it and like, <laughs> me, and, like what was it like you know so uh, that part was okay but I think most of them will come back and say like oh you know you you have created a positive impact my child mm-hmm. because um, you know they see that what you've done and they're very impressed and they're very like you know amazed by yeah. things and then for me I'm just like oh, okay that's, that's really nice to hear yeah, that's really nice because you know? parents can be very mean <laughs> that's true that's yeah, true they can so be very mean. I, I was a bit afraid because this is something I don't tell my children <laughs> my children it's not something important you know what I mean but then for them it's like they just you know children being children nowadays with the internet just yeah. Zara they, they, they type out my name yeah. on Google and just like oh my god Zara did Zara and they'll come back to Zara we googled you I was like okay <laughs> you know yeah Yeah. then they'll ask me so what was it like you know and um, I think for most of them they view me differently already in class so mm. which is which is a good thing in yeah. a sense so I haven't faced anything negative thankfully mm. hopefully not yeah, but yeah so but that's nice right good. having yeah, like um, just a positive environment with like the parents the yes. kids and like in the future your yes. own academy yes. and, oh the, God, I'm so and the values yeah. she bring in because I feel like if you like you own this academy right and then like the values you put into mm. that like the entire environment the people there will just all be shaped differently yeah. then mm. is there any advice that you have for like people that's interested in either like going towards the Miss Universe mm. route or like as well as like teaching for example mm-hmm. 
like to our audience. Mm. Like, like balancing everything together. Like having like passion mm-hmm. and like a full time job and like you know um, it like <laughs> she mentioned that yes. um, she's a science student, but she also yes. likes like you know all these like creative stuff. Right. So like there was some point where she only had to do one mm. thing, like. Actually, one, I, I thought yeah. that I could only do yeah. one thing. Same. Yeah, because yeah. it felt like I didn't have enough time and it felt like both of my like Clash. my personality are clashed. Like, mm. how, how do I bring that together? Okay. And I, I just didn't know how to do that, mm. you know. And then afterwards, I realised that I'm placing these boxes on myself. That's like, true. they just don't exist. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I, I face the exact same thing, you know. I think, um, I think we all think that you... Life is supposed to be one thing. You're supposed mm-hmm. to work towards one career and uh, it's just that one route. Yeah. You know, I think because I, I grew up with that, right? Like, okay, after you finish school, it's time to get a job. You know, you stay in that job. Mm-hmm. It was that old school mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in real life itself, like you said, you realise you have so many different passions, things that you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my advice would be not to be afraid about the different passions that you have. Yeah. And like you said, you know, like the, the ability that all of you managed to connect through a passion, mm. you know, I think I think that that is so key in today's life, especially with the exposure that we have. We have social media, we have, um, you know, we can connect with people, LinkedIn, mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah. So I think it's about looking at your potentials, looking at your passions and realizing, okay, what can I do with it? Rather than, I don't know what to do with it. And um, yeah, but what can I do with it? Um, how can I move forward with it? How can I be better with these passions that I have? You know, what are some options for mm-hmm. me? And then doing things that you enjoy, realizing that, okay, I enjoy this. And then I think being a bit more proactive mm. and um, kind of pushing yourself into things. I think that's what gives you more opportunities. Because I think when you stay still and you realize, okay, um, I'm scared. I don't, mm. don't want to do this. I'm just going to stay in that one little thing. That's when you you, you really stay stagnant and then you, there's yeah. no way out. Because you, you will create all this negative thought and like okay I, I cannot I, I'm not good enough I'm not going to try yeah. yeah so I think that trying attitude is very key um yeah I think talking about it as well to people mm, is very important because I think I kept all these things in myself a long time ago as well and then um because when I when you think about things then it's just really your, in your own thought and then <laughs> yeah. it becomes a cycle you know and you're just yeah. like should I do should I not should I do it stays with you it you know and then it takes a longer time so I realised a lot of things that I wanted to do or things that I liked it took me so many years to actually do it because I was just in my head all the time, you know? And then there was this idea of perfection that I had, which was mm. so irritating because even now, I struggle with it. It's like, mm. I want to do something, but I have to be perfect. Then how? Yeah. You know, I'm not perfect yet, you mm. know? Um, yeah, so I think it's uh, knowing that you don't have to be perfect when you start. It's mm. okay to yeah. struggle. It's okay to have stumbles. Mm. But that's how you learn, you know? And if you yeah. don't learn, then you can't get better. Yeah. So I think yeah, letting yourself just fall sometimes is, is the greatest yeah. lesson that you could have. Yeah. yeah, so I think that's something I'm learning as well. Still <laughs> learning. Yes, yeah. so I think yeah, that's, that's important. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode of An Open Invitation. Join us next week for another episode. You can find us on AOIPodSG on Instagram or Twitter. That is AOIPODSG. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. If you or anyone you know has a story to share, reach out to us at aoipodcast at gmail.com. That is aoipodcast at gmail.com.